honestly, it doesn't even feel right because I'm so mad at the mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Pop Culture Cake. Yeah, welcome to Pop Culture Cake. Thank you. I'm here with Adam. My name is Brent, by the way. I'm with Adam. Oh, fuck. God damn it. I'm here with Adam. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. I'm also here with Dane. Hello. Evening. And Forrest. Oh, wait. Hey, I didn't... Go You're ahead, not Dan. Forrest. Nope. Go ahead. Sorry. No, Dane, nope. Do your thing, Dane. Do, do it. I was just, I was just saying, good. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Ah, very specific reference. And Forrest. Uh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, Forrest. We famously had a longer bit planned, but Dane had to have the spotlight. So <laughs> I'm kidding. That none of that's true. Um, <laughs> we, we really it's didn't. Up to the audience to decide. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. no, 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 none of that was true. So, so we what are you doing today. Yeah. So we're yeah we're here today to maybe for the last time, maybe for the second to last time, participate in the just enigmatic network system of tubes that is Yahoo Answers as it's shutting down. I actually don't even know when beginning of next month i think yeah. yeah any any day now really like cinco de mayo really yeah but when you think about it anything could really happen between now and then i mean well, there there may yes. not even be an internet in three weeks <laughs> I mean, there, there could be another pandemic who knows yeah i, I know. could have built an arc and sailed it by then <laughs> yeah maybe what they mean when they say yahoo answers is shutting down is that the internet is shutting down mm. It was no. really the thing holding it all together. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Yahoo, the defunct company, is just going out of business. Can, can we can we get really meta and ask on Yahoo uh, Answers <gasps> oh why is Yahoo God. Answers shutting down? Uh, I'm sure that's been done. But I we're gonna be know. we're gonna be doing. I mean, obviously, this this type of format will continue past Yahoo Answers. It'll just become much harder, or we'll have to do things like go to Cora, like some kind of like animals in the street. What is Cora? It's like another one of these websites that like you just you people ask questions. Oh, it's just like it. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. And it's always like sign up for Cora if you want to see the answers. Yeah, which is a big no-no for me. Any as everyone knows, anytime something pops up like a Hey, do you want to log in? I'm like, no. no. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, don't try. I mean, honestly, that makes sense because like f that noise so what what categories are we starting with today brent i think i like i'd rather just keep that in the dark but I, I i will i will start off with how many pine trees has clorox mercilessly killed in order to make pine saw i also have contacts whenever oh. y'all are ready clorox the bleach company well do they make pine saw Let's, for the purposes of this question, let's say yes. Okay. <laughs> I think they I mean, do, but let's just say yes. Let's go with I it. Just wanted, I just wanted to start from the ground level here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we need to fundamentally question this person's inference that pine saw is made from trees. So the yeah, context how, how is, is... How is he going to make that smell? The context is it's obvious that the peaceful herds of pine trees are being hunted into extinction... By the multi-billion-dollar international conglomerate and Clorox company, mm. how many have they slaughtered over the years? And it doesn't end with the question; it ends with the greater than sign. Uh, <laughs> okay, this person's a troll. <laughs> that being said, answer the question. <laughs> I mean, uh, this, this, this poses the question of what is murder, though. Oh, okay. We're getting very philosophical here. I still think this person is a troll and clearly doesn't believe that pines travel in herds. 
Uh, you mean Dane, Dane is a troll for asking what what murder is? Dane, yeah, tell I mean, me, what is murder? Yeah, Dane. That's a follow-up question. I mean, I, I I might be able to to swallow that uh, killing animals is murder, but I, I would solidly draw the lines at trees. What a fascist Why? thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what have trees done for you? Have you to even you seen Avatar? I mean, Fern if our trees had like a super synatical system like avatar trees that'd be one thing you show are you gonna, are you gonna deny that uh carnivorous trees exist carnivorous trees do. absolutely i mean plants fuck they're plants though trees are plants right they're both in the yeah. same thing yeah. Yeah. okay but you didn't say carnivorous plants you said carnivorous trees well, fuck off dane also, what about what <laughs> How are the ends? How are the ends feel about this? Listen, you don't want to. You don't want to get into to science. This is my arena, bitch. Side, I'm on nobody's side. No, he said science. On my science. Side. I said science. He said science. He said oh, science. and I was quoting the ants. I wasn't talking oh, about science. Oh, 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 got him. Of course, him. the Lord of the Rings guy would quote Lord of the Rings. Brent, well, I brought it. I brought it up. It. I brought, yeah. I'm the, the anti Lord of the Rings guy, and I brought it up. Why are you anti Lord of the? I think it's. I don't. I go ahead. Are you anti or anti? Uh, no, I'm not. An, I'm not even anti. I've just famously been on record on this podcast as not liking them. Right. Yeah, you have gone out of your way to shut down any conversation about the Lord of the Rings. That's why it was so good that I wasn't on the last podcast. Well, I know. He, he, I was. Yeah. I was given free reign. It was yeah, awesome. Got it all out. He was allowed once because there can because there can be only one. I know. We, oh, <laughs> to rule them all, if you will. I mean, trees. They they live. They definitely yes. live. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think there's any argument that they live. And they fiercely compete in terms of the evolutionary process. So, If whether or not sentience is a requirement for murder, I think, is the... What is sentience? Mm. That's also a, a huge... An, abil- an ability to... Well, now we <laughs> have some weird trees. Speaking of, why did Tolkien make his fantasy world mostly look like the British countryside? Because he's from England. Because you write what you know. Yeah. Also, where the fuck is there a volcano in the UK? Well, you know, that's a good point. I don't think there is one, but I mean, he knows what volcanoes are. And I think it, for to an extent, Gondor is supposed to be France. So the, the Shire is England. This guy really goes into, into Tolkien in a way that I don't really co-sign, but I'm going to read it. Oh, please do. Surely that shows a lack of personality or imagination on his part. He could have had anything he wanted for the look of his world, and he chose the rubbish place he knew. How boring. Is this because he was a typical English gentleman who couldn't bear the, to think of a world outside his own view? There are a lot of great parts of the world he could have drawn from. I think it's pretty sad, honestly, that he chose the place he lived in. I mean, didn't we, have we already established that there's some like low-key racism based on like stuff. Yes, there is some low-key racism in there, but he's English. Like they are they invented an empire. Racism. So like, yeah, they're really good at it. But at the same time, was he supposed to like, I don't know, write a space opera? Like what? I don't, I don't really <laughs> I understand. Mean, hell criticism. yeah. That would have been great. I don't know about that, but I, I think uh, a lack of imagination seems like a not fair argument to make about. In Tolkien. fact, I would go so far as to say it's a crass argument. Tolkien invented an entire universe. He made up a whole lack language. Of imagin- yeah, lack Multiple of imagination. Lack of imagination. 
this man had too much. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He had a lot of world building is never one of the things that I would ever call Tolkien out on. And I kind of feel like this person on Yahoo Answers is. So that's weird. Does risk make life worth living? And he's capitalized the word risk. So the board game? <laughs> I think he I think he does definitely mean the philosophical question, but since he has capitalized the word risk, we're going to answer it as if he's referring to the board game. <laughs> okay. Well, let's all just sit back for a moment. Does it, so the question is, does risk make life worth living? Yes. Because you no. can just ruin people's lives. You can make so many of your friends angry by mercilessly conquering Australia. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Great. I was gonna say that the whole Australia strat is probably all right for us. For us laymen, what's the Australia strat? Well, Australia has one four point territories, four yeah. territories with a single point of entry, which makes it unique amongst the countries. It does provide, I think, the lowest like country bonus. But because you only have one point of entry, they can maintain the minimum number of troops on the other territories and really stack on the their port, essentially. And it makes it like one of the most defensible places to grow. I mean, it is a little bit balanced by Asia being the most difficult place to maintain, but which is the, the territory that it leads into. But it's like, like famously one of those things where everyone knows to do it once you've played Risk once. And it's kind of annoying when you start to see people funneling their troops in that area during like the the spread out phase. Yeah, like the initial troop displacement. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Austra- South America also has the same number of like reinforcement points that Australia has, but it has two points of entry. And so that's the big point here is like, no matter what you do, Australia is always going to be the best place to focus your initial efforts that has changed in more modern versions of risk where like they just add entry points into Australia just to stop it, to make that argument go away. Is stop risk it. even stop. a good game? No. I, yes. Yeah. I it like, is a good game. I like risk. I don't think it's a great representation of like tactical it's gen- not. generalship, but it's a fun game. It's a classic, and the reason it's not a good representation of tactics and strategy is because at the end of the day, it all comes down to die rolls. And dice are just like, you know, you're going to have an army of 400 people, and you'll go up against an army of two guys, and you'll lose. Like, it just it doesn't work. I think part of that is also the simplicity of the system, right? Like, if you wanted to play Warhammer, it does does also end up being about dice rolls. But there are, like, a bunch of different supporting rules and structures and, like, objectives that you have to do, which they've tried to, like, roll into Risk in later editions. Yes. But I think Risk, what, what makes Risk so great, or good at least, is that it's just very cheap comparatively. Like, getting into Warhammer is not a, is not a cheap hobby. Right. Um, and, like, Risk is a board game you can pick up for, what, like, 10 bucks? Like, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. One does not simply yeah. join Warhammer. Why didn't was, go ahead? Are we just I, doing Lord of the Rings? I was gonna say, can we just sneak in Lord of the Ring references all day? I'm here for it, I'm just confused. I was just gonna say, I feel like Risk gets the same like monopoly pass as well. This game was invented like forever ago, so I, I guess it's good. No, well, <laughs> okay, I see where you're going with this, but like 
Risk is, if we're going to lambast it, Risk is the military version of Monopoly, where it celebrates the concepts of betrayal and domination. And Monopoly is all about like, capitalism is the best. Please capitalize. And also, both games are games that people, I think, hardly ever finish, actually. That's absolutely. I have only ever finished one game of Risk in my life, and I have played it many times. So you're right. Also, Monopoly was invented originally to show the futility of capitalism and how one person always ends up with all the resources, but then in typical capitalism fashion, it corrupts. It also, well, it also was stolen from the person who made it, and I'm pretty sure the person who made it was a woman. None of this surprises me. Yeah. Yeah, it was Uh, like, tell me more. Well, I don't don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of Monopoly's history, but... Why not? um, The Parker Brothers did a good job of censoring that. From me. Oh, there you go. That's good. good uh, why didn't millennials just buy homes when okay, they were cheaper instead of fuck waiting until prices you. went through the roof to even consider buying? Look Ooh. into your crystal ball <laughs> yeah. and spend all this money you don't have. Not only that, but like just know when the market is down or up. Stupid. We, we're not predictors of the f- fortune. What are we supposed to do? But, yeah, I mean, our whole, throughout millennials' entire life, they were told, you need to go to college, you need to go to college, it's okay, take on a bunch of debt, you'll, you'll make so much money, you'll be able to pay it all off, and then you have a whole generation saddled with these incredible loans that they're putting off, having families, buying houses, like it's not, like we're not, we may be making more money in some places, but it doesn't change, we're saddled with so much debt, so even if over the lifetime we'll make more money, at the present time, we don't have any money to spend. The first, the first answer is using a college degree to flip hamburgers doesn't help. Oh, it's kind of hard to get an entrance position job when you require five years' experience to get that position. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of my biggest personal pet peeves of my life because, and this is true, I'm a doctor and I work an entry level job. I have 10 years of education and training, and I can't, for the life of me, work in a field that doesn't require math, science, or the whole idea that, like, yeah, all the PhDs are flipping burgers. It's because the system is designed to devalue the humanities and philosophy because they challenge things like capitalism. Mm. But that's a podcast for another time. It's coming. It's in the tank. It's well, it's not in the tank, but it's about to be. Spoilers. One of the other questions is student loan, or the other answer is student loan debt. The next one is: if you won twenty dollars on a scratch-off ticket, what would you do first? Um, buy Arby's and have nine dollars. Ooh, Arby's sounds great. Yeah, I want their mozzarella sticks. They have great mozzarella sticks and great mint milkshakes. They're really good. You know, as far as fast food mozzarella sticks. Go. Forrest, you? Yeah, I was, I was considering it. So $20 for a scratch-off ticket. I feel like you got to, I feel like you, if you get returns like that, you got to reinvest in the market, right? You just got to buy $20 no, worth of more scratch-off tickets. I can, actually, I want to read some of these answers. Uh, the first one is brush that scratch-off crap off the table. <laughs> I like that. I like that out of here. That's <laughs> pretty gross. Think, oh, cool. I only had to spend $50 to get this 20. Correct. House always wins. So the next one is play some more. Once the last 10 tickets are on a roll, 
had enough for a minor. This is a. This is a, not an answer. I, I would not. Never mind, guys. Brad, Brad, I think you, you, okay. You, you, you're Fading on this like, one. Yeah, I was you like, you're just submitting your answers. Off. Twenty dollars, though. I don't know. I, I don't know. What Brent, I do. what would you do with twenty dollars if you just suddenly were handed it? Like, I mean, assuming it wasn't a net loss, like if I had won it off a dollar scratcher or something, I'd probably just pocket the money and just be like, you know what? Today was a win. Yeah, but even if you don't spend it immediately, eventually you will spend the twenty dollars. So probably on gas. Twenty dollars on. Yeah, probably on gas. I get fifteen miles to the gallon, guys. Like, I really need like all all the what money are you that driving? I. I drive a V8 uh, Lexus. Oh, well, like you knew the risks going in, man. I really wanted this car. I mean, this engine is like a is like legendary for how reliable it is and, and it has been for the most part and it's just like a fun car. It shares a lot of lot of like sus- suspension parts with the Toyota Supra, which is like a cool car. I mean, it's not as good as a nowhere near to be clear, I wouldn't have been able to afford it. This is not a car podcast, but speaking of cars, I did not know you knew so much about cars. I'm a, yeah, I'm like a, oh, I'm no, like he's a, like a, a, a semi professional over there. I'm a hobbyist mechanic for sure. If you ever have any car problems, let me know. Well, bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but car problems ain't one. Do it you have like a, is it like a significant, do you have like a, like a decent public transportation system or? Oh, no, your... I, I drive a 2017 Nissan Versa, but when the weather gets nice, I walk to work, so I don't really drive all that much. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be like super happy to announce that I drive a Nissan Versa. I mean, what's wrong with a Nissan Versa? I feel like you were, I feel like if you're gonna buy a Nissan Versa, you should have just bought a Honda Fit. Like just gone, did like you know. So all right, we're gonna do a little story time now. My first car was, which I got as a college graduation present from my parents, was a uh, 1997 Honda Accord, and great car. It, yeah, it was a great car until one day it just stopped working. So I brought it to the local mechanic and he took like two months because he was determined to figure out what was wrong with it. He didn't charge me for like anything. And so for that time, I was renting vehicles through work. I get a pretty good rate on uh, vehicles. And so I was renting a car on the weekends to take like my partner to work and visit my parents and all that jazz. So I, I tried out like a bunch of vehicles over like two month period. And the last car I got was a Nissan Versa, and I really liked it. And so that's the car I ended up... I, I went out with the intent of buying a Nissan Versa. So what happened to that 1997 Accord? Oh, so what ended up happening was the gasket on the engine blew. I mean, so that's... Did it, did it like, seize or something after that? Because I feel like that's just a replacement gasket, and you have... Well, I mean, there's... I mean, it's in 1997, so there's not a whole lot of stuff. Fully disagree with... Welcome to Pop Culture. I fully disagree with that. <laughs> like, this we're is gonna now do a, a car, car podcast. We're going to do a part car, car episode. I mean, it'd be fun, but like, I was like not prepared I'm gonna... for the level of technical detail we were diving into there. What I'll do is I'll get a, I have a guest in mind for that episode. I'll get people I, to send in car questions. And... I will say one more thing on the topic. So typically engineers are like really into cars. I'm not one of those engineers. Also, I, mean, like, I don't want to be a dead horse or a dead bit, but like hearing you got a car... The guy didn't charge you for any of the labor, and you got. <laughs> I'm just keep thinking about how how fucking nice that would have been, because <laughs> I've had to struggle so hard with vehicles. Well, I mean, uh, I was I was going to pay him if he could fix it, and then like I got to a point where I was like, dude, can I just like get rid of this car? And he's like, I I won't charge you, but I want to know what happened, because like it's kind of like a hobby. For, it's a whole long story. So did he Is keep this like it? a family friend? Like who? Who? Yeah, is this like guy? No, what's, just, the, he's, what's uh, the relationship? He's a former guy who works at the company I work for. Yeah, he owns two shops. He runs it with his son, and yeah, he he's just uh, really into cars, I guess. So did he keep the the Accord? 
No, I I got it. It's I got like five hundred dollars for scrap for it, and not bad, not bad at all. I ran a red light while driving and hit two cars. Will I have to go to court? Yes, uh, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, come on, like you're you're definitely in trouble. Oh, you're a special answer. snowflake. You could never be in trouble. What? One, one of the answers was, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, <laughs> sign Forrest. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Forrest, tell the truth. You've been on Yahoo Answers now for a while. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the I'm the one that was sending it all these. What questions. level are you? Are you level like six? Oh, I'm level like ninety. No, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't even know how the levels work. We, we we established that there is no sense to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a pinchinko. It's like it just the ball falls into a level, and that's what you get. You don't uh, get upset. <laughs> Could you live without aspirin? Uh, yes. Okay, but what, let's let's take this back. If you live in a world without aspirin, does that mean you live in a time without aspirin? Before aspirin? Yeah. yeah. Really. Are we are we implying that all of the advancements up that that are like necessary to make aspirin do not exist? I think aspirin was a long time ago. No, no, it wasn't. Brent, mm-hmm. is there any context to this? No. Okay, and sorry, Dane. When I say no, it wasn't yes in terms of like our lifetimes. It was a long time ago, but in terms of human history, aspirin is. You want to guess what year uh, aspirin was made? Yes. I want to. I want to guess. Yes. I've already. I've already looked it up. I'm sorry. I'm going to say. Forrest, you ruined it. I'm going to say like 1886. Other guesses? Oh, I guess Adam's the only person I could guess now. I mean, I just, um, 1930. Why not? 1853. Wow. Wow. That's respectable. That's, that's a good run, but it's still relatively new. That's still firmly in the modern era. Yeah. yeah so it's like, can you live in the 1800s? And I, I mean, you know, if you no. pick me up now, if you, if you like mage hand pick me up and then sent me back in time, the answer is no, I would be that. very dead. You're too heavy for mage hand. Yeah. Can even, we even can you not can you not answer these questions with ridiculous scenarios that would never work? Because Mage Why? Hand simply would not Why? be able to lift you up. <laughs> That's a very good point. You would have to take you'd have to take like a like a dimension door that was also a time traveling thing. Hmm. I mean it's a D podcast. Space now. and time are, you know, connected to each other. You know, you well, can't have one without the other. I think the theory of relativity is still firmly establishes you can't go back. So, yeah, but if you man. if you did, if there was no aspirin, <laughs> but but if that you cast that, mage hand, is that the thing that that did yet? I don't know if I've ever taken an aspirin. Like I've for sure taken an ibuprofen, but I don't know if I've ever taken. So an you've aspirin. taken oh, aspirin. Yeah. It's not the same, is it? I thought I'd, I no, thought... no, no, no. They're not the same. I'm, I misspoke. There's aspirin and Tylenol, right? Those are the two. Or... Tylenol no. is ibu... Tylenol is a brand name for ibuprofen. No, no, no. Tylenol no, no, is a no, brand no. name for acetaminophen. There you go, acetaminophen. Yes, acetaminophen. Do not take medical advice from this podcast. Anything that happens to you based off of what you do because of what we say, we're not responsible for. Thank you, Forrest. This brought to you by Legally with Forrest. Our legal team. (laughs) But like ibuprofen and aspirin and and Tylenol are all made of different things. Use use our offer code, not a medical doctor. What's what's something you are what what's something you are so not missing? No context. So not missing? Jeez, I don't know. Like crowds in general, I think. Yeah, waiting for the bus. Transmissions. Ooh, that's a good one too. 
Like, I don't miss that. But I, th- I feel like this is a COVID-related question. Probably. I just get a sense. I get that sense, too. Uh, listening to men tell women to smile more. <laughs> Ooh. I don't ever really... I was never really privy to a lot of that in terms of... The organization I work for is predominantly female. We're talking, like, 70%. And the number of times I've had to, I don't know, cringily watch those interactions or be presumed to be a superior just because of my gender oh, is no. really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, that sounds like real hot shit. Oh. It's, it's, it's a thing. So I don't miss that. I really don't miss that. I think I think the masks are great <laughs> for that. Some of these answers are handshakes. I always hated them. I don't miss drinking because it's not worth it. Causes too many problems. Wow. Okay. Very specific. What's going on with that person? (laughs) I don't miss those moments from my childhood when both of my siblings and I would be crammed in the backseat of a car with a friend's kid, especially during winter when we all had to wear heavy winter coats. I don't have claustrophobia or anything like that. I just always found it very uncomfortable, especially on long car rides. That's awful specific. Yeah, that's very specific. But I mean, like, at the same time as a member of a large family i kind of get it so yeah like i don't think the long card rides is an unreasonable situation like they all like fight and touch each other i hate being I like, a member of i like long car rides but for sure not with a bunch of people like that is 100 yeah, well, percent agreed and not only that with your siblings like if you have them they will purposely make you uncomfortable like they'll poke you in the face it's just awful I think I didn't really I didn't really get to I wasn't really raised with my younger brother so I think he and I would get along on a car ride but yeah I could definitely see what you're saying should I accept this behavior from my boyfriend there's a big big context oh. here so I, the answer oh is already no the answer is <laughs> yeah, already no like no matter what it's no <laughs> this is probably that's probably true so last weekend I had a birthday celebration for my birthday at my well Congratulations. that's happy birthday Happy birthday. It's also a given since... Anyway, at my house, I had invited my boyfriend of two years. He's always working out of town and a lot of hours. Again, I'm reading this as is, so there's going to be some grammatical choices. So the times I do spend with him are only on the weekends. Well, that weekend was my celebration party. My boyfriend came down and I told him prior about the party. Well, that day came. I didn't hear from my boyfriend. I kept on calling him to see what time he was coming, but no, I didn't hear from him all day. What made it worse was that I had told my family he was coming. They kept on asking me, so I felt so embarrassed because it was already late. Well, I was so sad. Anyways, the next morning he called telling me that he was so sorry and that he was asleep all day long at home and had lost track of time. I accepted his apology. However, he didn't even think of stopping by at my house to just see me since he was already going to leave out of work. Leading, I leave out of town to work again. Oh, that's the end of the. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, pause. So to be clear, it's her birthday party. Mm-hmm. She invited him. He said he was coming, and then he slept through it. Seemingly so. That's not great. Yeah, sounds um, pretty bad. I mean, like they've been together for what two years? Yep. And this is her birthday. Like he knew. All year that that was her birthday. Uh, so, you would think, yeah, you would think so. Yeah, so I'm, I know it's not acceptable. Honestly, I think he probably has a, like another another girlfriend, like has or a family. <gasps> oh no, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are 
we are unclear about the age of these individuals. Maybe it's like birthdays are no longer significant, but then her yeah, family was my, all asking about it. My mind went to like, he's extremely depressed. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I have no, <laughs> I have no context saying that, but you know, that's an option. Not, is the context that he slept through a birthday party? Yeah, that that is that is that is the that is like, the thing that sparked that. I was going to say that's like that's like enough context. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I stand by it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I mean, a lot of the all of, of course all of the answers agree with us, but I I I feel like especially a couple of these think that it's another woman i feel like it is a little weird to me that like it's just your partner for for two years you don't make the time like even okay let's just benefit the doubt you slept for like nine hours and you missed this party you're working like out of out of, out of town all the time i get it at least show up the next day with like breakfast you know what i mean like right. and some flowers or something like make an effort to because look i even even in my my wizened old age of about to be 29. <laughs> I, uh, you baby. I don't, I don't particularly have a lot of like interest in my birthday as a celebratory concept. I still think if I was in like a two year relationship, which is kind of fresh, but long enough for this to be cons- considerable, I'd be really hurt. Like there's no, I, this, that that's really upsetting. You know, I, I definitely wouldn't accept that behavior. You deserve no, I better. Completely, completely agree with you. At the very least, it's messed up. Yeah, at the very least, if you're unwilling to leave him for over this, we have like a very serious conversation about like the boundaries of your relationship and what your expectations are and what his expectations are, so you guys can address it in a healthy, in a healthy way. But just, oh, just Grant, that just tipped your hand. The fact that you're an older person that's a mature response that's a good idea that's really strong but like if you're a younger person that's not going to be your knee-jerk reaction no but i feel like this person is 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 not experiencing well it is probably has experienced some amount of knee-jerk emotional response but is like attempting to seek advice to make a more measured response to to the situation so everyone else was just like fuck this guy forever so I figured I would give like not that they're ever going to see it, but I'd give just another like a, like a nuanced version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next question: Does my wife sound crazy? <laughs> so <laughs> okay. So my wife and I was laying in bed, and randomly she tells me if I ever cheat on her, she will chop my penis off and watch it bleed, and she made it clear that she was serious. How should I take that? By the way, it's not the first time she has said crazy stuff like that. Like that or that like i need so much more context on the like that i think a couple i mean like the the first answer is like that's a no-brainer just don't cheat i mean yeah that's a good life lesson but at the same time like threatening murder because like you cut off a man's testicles and penis and he's not going to he's gonna bleed out on the bed like there's no there's no coming back from that well, you have to the do the part. testicles, yeah, because the guy's that famously that guy got his dick chopped off and was fine. That guy, yeah, that's like a Lorena famous, Barbie? yeah, Lorena Bobbitt, I think. Yeah, she like she cut off her her partner's penis and threw it in a field somewhere, and he he ended up getting like a surgery. They I don't think, it. yeah, did it was it with the actual penis? I think so. And then he ended up doing a porn, I think. What? Uh, At that part, I did not know. Okay. Mm-hmm. How they, it's like the scene at and the end Willem of the movie. Where they, how they all ended up. 
I mean, because he, I think, I think as a function of like having it reattached, it wasn't like he could just get a regular, naturally I'm occurring I'm a reaction. Myself, a reaction. I think he had to have like a stent put in or something. Uh, oh well, yeah, because like the blood vessels alone, it's a whole thing. Yeah. One yeah. of the other one of the other ones is some people probably laughed at this, but just imagine the outcry if a husband told his wife something like this. Oh no! I think that argument is generally kind of shitty but like yeah i don't i don't like let's not belittle domestic abuse on the other side except well true but yeah because like domestic abuse exists and men and men frequently and men frequently are, are are taken less seriously because of gender stuff but also women are mostly terrified to speak out on it so i don't think it's that's a fair it's definitely like a, a complicated issue i would say communicate that you don't appreciate that i mean especially if you've never done anything to warrant that level of distrust right like you didn't engender this sudden outburst like if you're just sitting there one day and she turns to you and is like hey i'll cut your penis off if you cheat yeah that's pretty weird yeah Yeah, it doesn't seem like the basis of like a happy relationship necessarily oh for sure no for either side yeah so but i like what you said brent like just literally be like Hey, that was not cool. I don't appreciate what you just said to me. That's a that's a pretty reasonable response to. I'm oh wow! Cut your penis off. The sto- <laughs> the story the the story thickens, as an oh, an, no. an anonymous answer says, she said this while you was laying in bed. Here's my concern: she's probably concerned, and I would be too, about you posting about your girlfriend and then her, your wife, in the same day. And quote quote marks. These are apparently this this user went and looked at the user's questions <laughs> oh. and said, "My girlfriend made a comment. Does it sound it does it sound right? I met her five months ago, and we literally just been in love this whole time. She's in the military, which made a point where she doesn't get deployed anymore. I run my own company. As crazy as it sounds, we already got a big house together, and she's pregnant. But her comment was that if we're not going to be going out and having fun, she could have just stayed single, doing things by herself. So, and then another question he said." I, I feel embarrassed about my job sometimes. So my wife and I just moved into a very fancy neighborhood. Everybody around here are doctors, lawyer, big business owners, you know, great white collar jobs. My wife is in the military and I own a company that restores bathtubs and countertops. So I hold this on. This is just completely This is lying. rambling. I'm very confused. It, yeah, so these people like, lie about this stuff all the time. But also, like, there is some, there is some internal consistency here. He owns, in both of these questions, he mentions, like, being a contractor and having his own job. His girlfriend is in the military in the first question, but then in the second question it says his wife is in the military. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's just a like a slip, like he he's like rephrasing as he's writing. But then he also said I I just met her five months ago. You know what? I don't know. It's probably just bullshit to get fucking attention. We should I have a she, guy on the podcast. I hope she cuts your dick off. <laughs> Wait, what? My husband, my husband said he, my husband said he needs a lot of time to deal with my affair before he comes back home. Do I deal with the feeling? How do I? I'm assuming she meant how. How do I deal with the feelings of intense loneliness? There's some, there's some context. How do I cope? I didn't expect this to happen. It started off with me just craving a friend after me and my husband were fighting constantly over money issues. I realized that we should have seen a therapist before it got so bad. I can't stop thinking about him and nights and weekends are the loneliest. I've never had feelings for the other man. Just was a way to escape from my stressful finances. The pain of my husband being gone is so bad. Sometimes I feel I can't breathe. 
Well, you've come to the right people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I, I am not qualified to touch this. The best answer I can give is usually when cheating occurs, it is something to do with the person who is in the relationship. So, like, say I'm the person cheating on the my significant other. It's usually something I'm going through, like what she describes or he was it a it was a woman, right? It does not specify, but... Okay, the individual in question is going through financial strife. That's the real issue. Like, you're just trying to reach out for any form of connection. And that's something you have to work through. And cheating is never the right choice in those situations. Like, sometimes there's abuse and stuff, but that's the best I can do. What political system do you think people would be struggling to survive in? Capitalism. Yeah. You think I'm capitalism, here for you, buddy. You I'm think capitalism you. applies to this? Because oh, of, of the money, the money situation. I got you. Uh, yeah, got yeah. You. The financial woes. I, I mean, would we say, don't really know. I would say take this opportunity to look. There's no guarantee that your husband's coming back, but let's just assume that that's the case. Take this opportunity to better yourself and to think of strategies to help better the relationship. Because it doesn't sound like I don't want to be the kind of person to say that just because you did a terrible thing that your partner is like immediately, you know, deified and perfect. But, you know, think of things that you can do as a couple to strengthen the foundations and your communication with each other. Likely there will be a lot of residual pain as it relates to this. And it's going to be difficult. You know, you might find that this lonely time that you're experiencing right now is, is the easiest part of this transition and this growing period, as it's just you dealing with your own emotions as opposed to just how intensely and, and how intensely complicated this can get when involving another person. So I would spend this time being proactive about your betterment, your like for your happiness, your stability, because you're not a you're not a monster. You did a bad thing, but you're not irre- you're not irredeemable, you know? Yeah, you're not inherently a bad person. Yeah, take te- take steps to make something positive out of this even if it's just for yourself one i would also i would also please i would invite you to examine the concept of loneliness like what's going on with you like where are you feeling the disconnect are is it a separation from your husband or your significant other like maybe that's the source find a way to reconnect the next question is was this cheating or not now I know what you guys are thinking. I did this on purpose. I did a bunch of relationship questions that were very intense. And I have now asked you a seemingly loaded question related to relationships. But in fact, I, let me read the, con- the context for you. I play a game called Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Two or the original? There's a mode called Hero Hunt where someone plays a hero. Luke, Han, Leia, etc. And the rest play as soldiers. And the soldiers have to hunt down the hero. I didn't know this until I messaged them, but someone was playing as Lando and threw a tracker outside the map, so it made us think he was hiding outside the map, and while he was running around undetected, killing us. It was just really annoying, because he would do this every match. Was he cheating if he was using out-of-bounds to his advantage? Wait, wait, so is this something you can do in the game without... Is this something the game lets you do normally? I think so. I think this is something that... I think he's just taking advantage... I think he's taking advantage of either an intentionally designed aspect of the system mm-hmm. or a slip of the system. Which is an exploit, which is a type of cheating. 
even if you're not using like aimbot or something like that, an exploit is a type of cheating. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Airbud rules apply here. Like if you know what I mean. Oh if, no. <laughs> if it's not if it's if it's allowed within the system, then well, there's there's nothing in the rule book that says we can't cook your dog and eat him. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a there's scales to this, right? It's not like it's not like capitalism. This is a video game. I think I think in that <laughs> yeah, in this fair. Sense, I know. I'm, I just I love going to that extreme. I think in this scenario, it's unfortunate, but I don't think he was cheating. He wasn't breaking the game no. as intended. Completely disagree. Okay. No, okay. no game is perfect. Yeah. There, it is possible to get to areas not intended by the game, and if in those situations you can fire and damage other people. But they can't damage you. You you purposely go into that place and then use it to your advantage. That's not what he's ex- doing, though. He, what he's not doing what he's is doing? He, he no. He's sending out like a what he's essentially is doing is like I'm assuming. So I'm assuming Lando has a like an, a passive like a ability that allows him to throw down a radar decoy, and he threw it outside of the bounds of the map, so that the people were being pinged in a position that he was not. Oh, I didn't. I did not get that. I did not follow that at all. Yeah. So let's. I'll read. I read it again. He's playing his Lando and threw their tracker outside of the map, so it made us think he was hiding outside of the map while he was running around undetected, killing us. Oh, I don't think that's cheating. I think that's being clever. Yeah, I I completely agree. You know, he's just on some next level shit. Like you gotta. You gotta up your game. Did a twelve-year-old write this? What the fuck? <laughs> I think it's like I say one of those situations where, like, for me, because it's a finite, like there are a finite amount, there's a finite amount of verbiage in a video game. You know, any no matter what they they sell you, like Cyberpunk will tell you, oh, you can do whatever the fuck you want. This that's not true. There's a limit, and he's operating within the limits. Did the designers intend for the tracker to get thrown outside of the map? Maybe no. not, but probably. Did, you would think that after some period of time that you would stop relying on that decoy. For sure. Right, right, what? That's right. why so I think a 12-year-old wrote this. Now, what I'm trying to consider is, though, like, what would I... So I'm playing this game, right? And I'm, like, I'm like roving around, and I get a notification or a ping on the mini-map that, like, this person's here. I go over there, and they just, like, get me somehow. And this keeps happening over and over and over again. Would I be eventually, like, even though me right now, just like listening to this question and sitting back in my chair going, yes, I see. Oh, no, no. But, like, if I were in the situation, would I submit a question to Yahoo Answers? Almost <laughs> certainly no. <laughs> but I would think about it. You know? It, it would cross my mind. I see what you're going for. Why do modern games automatically assume that multiplayer is what we want? Ooh. I don't want human-controlled squad mates when I'm playing to the campaign. I just want to play alone. I wish they'd stop trying to pair me up with human players. But in these troubled times, we have to make human connection where we can, right? No. Well, right, guys? Okay. I mean, yes, you're absolutely right about that. Was that but... a Death Stranding reference? No, that was just me talking. That was just, yeah, Forrest being Forrest. I would also say that that's not actually most video games. I feel like that's most Activision games. But for me, I gravitate towards games that don't require the human interaction Same. sorry forest so you're advocating for like a free market approach no <laughs> let a thousand games bloom and then the consumer can decide no no i'm just saying that the other side exists like mm-hmm. i can play civilizations or 
I don't know, Nier Witcher. Automata, Witcher, Cyberpunk. Uh, I would argue Rent. a game like uh, Civilization is more fun against. Well, I mean, it's weird because like it just goes to show those weird meta things that like games like Civilization have because like you would not play against an AI the way you would against a human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely it's weird. Do you play Civilization? I have from time to time. I have to be. I'm kind of more of a. I'm a really big fan of the uh, Amplitude Studios games, uh, especially Endless Legend. Very excited for Humankind to come out. Uh, I just think there's a lot more depth to them uh, than than Civ. I mean, there's a lot of depth to Civ, but Are the, I, is a depth in a different direction, like maybe yeah, more combat I mean, focused more, or no? Well, I mean, Endless Legend has a pretty unique tactics. Hey, remember that conversation, Adam? Oh, gameplay. Oh, do I for combat? Yeah. It's not really an RTS for. I mean, I guess a turn-based game. I mean, if, if we're gonna dive into Civs, it is simplistic when it comes to combat. So like, very I'm much so. I'm not going to defend the combat mechanics. I mean, of I guess one of the coolest things about the Endless Legend series is they have like uh, hero mechanics, and so heroes can either like lead your armies or you can like set them up as governors in your cities, and they give buffs. And the other really nice thing that Amplitude Studio does in all their games is no two races or cultures or civilizations, whatever, play the same way. So in Endless Legends, there's a there's a race of like, they're kind of like Zergs, I guess is, is what I would call them. And okay. they they can't grow food. Like they don't, they don't they have, have food to, on the they map. They have to raid. Yes, exactly. Got it. So. To steer it to steer it back to the multiplayer aspect of this, I think that that we're, what what it, what what's happening is like a free market, you know, capitalistic whatever response to the general. There are definitely a lot of games that you can play by yourself, but like as far as shooters and stuff like that, I think what we found is that there's like a a level like a ceiling that is applied to the difficulty of AI, where in order for them to become sufficiently difficult. They have to have advantages that are inhuman. And then if you want competitive, a competitive experience on equal footing or a cooperative experience that is variable, you wouldn't need like that human element. One of the, go ahead. But like, but like really though, like to push back against that, the idea of the shooter experience requiring human interaction, the dead space franchise the Mass Effect franchise, the to harken back to one of our previous episodes, Control. Like you can play these games completely devoid of humans having to inject themselves into the story, and they're fun. Like they're good. I would make an argument though that both of those games, as a function of their design, incorporate elements that not insignificantly separate them from the shooter genre. You know, but really, like you would you would say that Mass Effect control, they're, they're all devoid of the shooter genre. How I is would, that? Possible? I wouldn't say devoid. I say that they they're, are. Oh, I was just going to say they are. I think believe they're class. They could be classified as tactical shooters, but I don't think they are. Oh, OK. Well, I think uh, that they're above uh, shooters and that they are more complex systems involved than a standard shooter like in okay. contr- in control or Mass Effect Twitch. Like your Twitch response is not as important as your whether or not you like your puzzle solving or your ability to like manage different systems like in Mass Effect, like all of your abilities and stuff. 
So you'd um, say there's a tactical element to the shooting? Yes. I will, we'll, we go, I, we'll get all the way back to what yeah, you said. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not going down that rabbit hole, Dane. I do think one of these answers does provide like a really nuanced take on this question. I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. Not, I, I'll try not to get into the entire thing because it is quite long. The elite is faking that they took the real vaccine. The real vaccine will cause spiritual <laughs> and physical damage. The- <laughs> when the official churches start praying for the false prophet, Orthodox oh, Christian no. three hand signs are different from the Buddhist mundras. E- e- ecumenism, 263 heresies. Each her- heresy leads to hell. Orthodoxy, the only true faith. Roman okay, Catholics okay, tried both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Brent, I feel like you sneak one of these in there every time we do this, where it's just like we get, we're going along, we're just listening. And uh-huh. then there's this seven, the movie seven level of just like, what is happening? It's part of the beauty of Yahoo Answers. I he think. does. I do yeah. fall for it every time, though. Every like, time, yeah. me too. I mean, I, partic- I participated in good faith in the actual conversation. Just the way you it turns it out too, which is like I'm going to read you. The- I like this answer right here. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to. Re- this is long, but you guys want to hear this? Yeah, Brent's running around Yahoo Answers, pinging on the mini map outside of the bounds, and we keep following. We keep following it. <laughs> <laughs> we're there for uh, it oh what's, my god call back. what's it call back. What, what's your least favorite final fantasy game Ooh, well there's like 15 of them and uh the answer is 15 i'd probably say my my least favorite is the same as my favorite which is the only one i played is 10 it's, i mean yeah i never I re- finished 10. i i really i just want to say i know yes which is your least favorite but I have to say, I love the sphere grid mechanic of Final Fantasy X. I think that is one of the coolest level up mechanics of any game. Final Fantasy X is one of the better. Like, and when I say one of them, I would put seven and ten next to each other and just like hold them up as the best examples of the entire franchise. I kind of didn't like thirteen. I thought that the characters are interesting, but the game itself was not. Is no, 13, thirteen lightning? Yeah. Yes. I think thirteen suffered suffered from being of like a massive transition point in the franchise, mm-hmm. like where seven was a transition visually. I think it and to some extent gameplay wise, it wasn't like a massive departure from the previous. Like turn based, you your your three stacked up against the other three, and like lightning was. I think thirteen was trying to figure out what final fantasy was in the modern era so yeah and I, I i'm not against them like playing around with things like that i just didn't think they executed super well on it yeah final fantasy games hold very little appeal to me outside mm. of like the nostalgia of like seven and eight okay but... well there's also a huge divide between the two types of final fantasy do you prefer turn-based versus direct action yeah i could see that I can't, and I can't really speak on it because I haven't really played any of the new ones. I also really like the tactics games. Uh, the job mechanic is very fun. If I was going to play a Final Fantasy tactics game, I think I'd rather just play a Fire Emblem game. <laughs> and we're back. The next question is, why can't I see ghosts? Why can't you see angels or devils? Because they don't fucking exist. Next question. The next, no, the top uh, no, answer, no. the top answer was their non-existence would be my first guess. So. Guys, I have okay. a secret to tell you. I'm on Yahoo Answers. <gasps> da, da, da. Well, this answers a lot. 
I do think a lot of this Yahoo Answer stuff is an exercise of seeing how much more clever we are than the internet. And what I have yeah. found is that not much. Like <laughs> we're on on, we're like I think we're much more nuanced and and have empathy in more complex situations. But so ter- we're fr- we're fresh. <laughs> <laughs> in, but in terms of these like in, like bit answers, they're all pretty much lining up with us. Well, uh, I mean, like there's. When it comes to one-liners, there's only so much nuance yeah, yeah. you can deliver. Like, I think I think you can't see ghosts because ghosts probably exist in a different pl- like a like a different plane of existence, like a, like a planar. There's a planar separating us. Yeah, from. and that I was I was kind of I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole, but like if you want to talk about like my concepts of the afterlife, do I think ghosts exist? Yes, I do. What if ghosts are just the memories we leave behind? That's yes, that's actually kind of where I'm going with it. But I don't I don't really want to talk about that. Like collective consciousness, energy fields, whatever. So the last question I have before I can either look for more or we can just fucking vamp is so isn't I'm going to read this whole thing uninterrupted. So, where do I go after Yahoo answers shuts down? Oh you <laughs> I've been oh. here for years, mostly talking about mental health and politics. I wasn't primarily a troll in politics, but enjoyed it when it came when it gave me some gave me or someone else a chance to be witty. Yeah, there were some jerks, but it was often fun to respond to them. Pretty easy to ignore them. Plus, Yahoo did an overall did overall did a really good job moderating the forums. Boy, I'll miss this place. It was a place where you could talk to the lowest common denominator as well as be quite well-reasoned. Yahoo Answers isn't as snobby as Reddit or Quora, and in Yahoo Answers, the Trumpian and the intellectual elite really mixed at times. Not always well, but well enough. This place was a lot of fun. There's nothing quite like it. Have you heard of this really great podcast called Pop Culture Cake? That's where you go after Yahoo Answers. We're yeah, essentially- I'm not, bring I'm your, not sure. Bring your questions. We'll listen. But we're also not going to moderate like a complex forum on the internet. Let's just be clear. No, <laughs> but we will discuss them. You want a bunch of schmucks answering your questions? Boy, have I got a podcast for you? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> we also talk about. We also occasionally talk about pop culture. You know, it is what it is. Be what it be. We, I think, we talk a decent amount of pop culture. Yeah, I think the majority still, but no, know, overwhelmingly we do. Yeah, we're just branching out, trying new things, as is our right uh, as creators, which is a weird thing to apply to ourselves. Mm. It's part of our five yeah, yeah, you made it really weird. Slow down. Domination. What did you say for us? I think you said, I heard the word Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah, I said, no, we're starting our five year transition plan to uh, completely dominate the industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a totally. slow burn, but we have a bunch of people listening now. By a bunch, I mean a handful and a half. Do we have like, uh, that's, any that's updated part of the plan, though. Yeah, Vamp for me while I look that up. Dane, what are we what are we doing this week? <laughs> this week, I'm having a f- hell of a time at work. Um, this is a company that supposedly runs on engineering, but then they just kind of treat us like ass. I guess is how I would phrase it. There's they always talk about oh. process, and then. It's all fine and dandy until there is no process, and then it's just... So capitalism strikes again. Listen, I'm so bummed out that you have a doctorate and you can't get a job, and I'm just a fucking chuck of luck with a goddamn engineering degree. Dude. It's, it's I, know just... a guy, I know a guy who we're paying probably a, 
six figures mid like a hundred plus right no degree just all all luck and and obviously talent but like it is really ridiculous the lie that they've sold us yeah and so preview for our anti-capitalist rant we're going Uh, into preview territory here because i will i will just lay it out there for you i am very angry and I have a lot of points when it comes to the philosophy of why we are where we are. And the fact of the matter is, is that humanity's philosophy, history, challenge the structures that we live under, and they have fundamentally and systematically destroyed us. And that's why I can't get a job. So we have off that super bright moment we have had (laughs) sorry dude 666 starts which is not a real strong metric for anything because a start is i think anything under is anything more than zero seconds seconds it's it's anything more than zero seconds someone could have accidentally pressed play on one of our things (laughs) but we've had we've had we have a hundred listeners whoa Uh, dude that's actually up since last we talked yeah, we have a hundred listeners. Our follower number has, as as far as far as an, a trend, has a uh, month over month month grown. Obviously, Ooh. so but we've had no loss in list in in followers. the The age group uh, that makes up our our audience is sixty eight percent between the ages of twenty eight and thirty four. Our gender our gender listener breakdown is sixty eight percent male, thirty one percent female and one percent non-specified and one percent non-binary and we have not just like this is not just starts these are full-on like what like listens of the episode weirdly enough we have had someone in the united kingdom someone in new zealand oh, no way someone in indonesia someone in germany someone in brazil someone in ireland and someone in canada okay dude like those I know we are self-deprecating and we're good at it, but like those last ones made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside because I don't know anyone in those places. Yeah, and neither do I. So I don't know how we got those listeners. I, I some part of me is always worried, like, oh, that's like some kind of weird <laughs> IP, IP yeah. address issue or something, but or VPN or something, or VPN or something. But I don't really can't think of how many people who would listen to this podcast who are actively participating in VPNs. Right, right. And why any of them would use the United Kingdom as a VPN. <laughs> and we're not, you know, we're not the center of politics. Where you're not going to gain anything from hacking us. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're not going to get a special episode if you're in the UK. So we've actually, yeah, so we we have 30 episodes. This would be our 31st episode. We're, I mean, we're growing. It's a small, It's a small audience, obviously. But I'm happy to be here. I I love and appreciate everyone who participates in the show. And I really appreciate the listeners. I don't want to say I love you. I don't know you. Uh, (laughs) I'll say it. I love you, listener. (laughs) I think I'm going to be able to get back to Tim today at Apple. He's been hounding us, getting at our door. I was going to say, I actually have a friend who's very interested in watching the podcast, or listening to the podcast, rather. But he says... For some reason, he's very particular and will only listen to it if it's to the podcast app. So, really, well, that's yeah. good. That means we have real podcast connoisseurs who <laughs> will not settle for Spotify. 
Yeah, yeah I think, <laughs> Spotify, that random brand. <laughs> He's also more than welcome to get the RSS feed off of our website and put it into his podcast app, but... I, I will get the I will get the iTunes stuff fixed shortly. But you know, this is uh, maybe our last Yahoo answers. We'll definitely try to do some other kind of answer stuff. But this was like a random thing that we decided to do, and it worked really well for us. And uh, I'm sad to see Yahoo go, but I w- I love to watch it leave. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, it's more more of a oh geez. Well, now we have to find a new bit. Oh, I'm sure. We could, we could talk about that, uh, that topping of the cake, pop culture. We'll never talk about cake. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I very briefly, I very briefly considered, and I still am not opposed to this, but like getting, like doing, like next time we do like a pop culture episode, getting some of my baker friends to like get us a recipe for what they think would be a good representation of that media. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and then us. Either just discussing it briefly or in our off time trying to make it or something. Just sort of weird, different ideas. I, 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 you, I really like that. I thought yeah, you were going good. to say it's very uh, good. maybe don't include some of the episode on it, but it'd be fun to do like an April Fool's episode where we just talk about cake, actually. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Anyway, uh, you can you can reach us in generally. Generally, you can reach us at uh, popculturecake at gmail.com. I personally do not want oh i i'm so sorry <laughs> guys randomly i just decided to look at something on april 1st we got a listener email i have not been able to get into the email until recently on april 1st we got a listener email that says hello everyone i was wondering when rick flair the chihuahua will make an appearance on the show oh rick flair yeah <laughs> another wow that feels great we have like <laughs> like people are asking for callbacks on our dumb bits that are <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually not the worst thing. If people are paying attention enough to remember bits, I'm going to take it. Where can they reach you, uh, Dane? You can reach me through this podcast email. It's probably the best way to get me. Adam. Literally the same thing. It's it's never going to be anything else. Forrest. You can follow me on Twitter at Forrest E. Jacobs if you really want to. You gotta listen to the the couple episodes where I announce it. I've did you wait? But you so you, that's not your Twitter handle. No, that is that is my Twitter. Twitter you handle. so you've provided a your Twitter handle? Yeah, that's my real Twitter handle. You oh. g- you gave away the whatever full thing? whatever. It's after just, it's just uh, after years. Yeah, well, that's uh, why I did it. <laughs> they earned my trust. <laughs> but just it's, only if, it's the hundred yeah, listeners oh, reward. Th- man. Th- exactly, three but years only if you listen to this episode. If you if you hear the, about this because of a different episode, you're not allowed in. This is the secret. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, <laughs> this was Pop Culture Cake. Next episode's gonna be a fucking downer. Love you. Bye. <laughs>